Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 91, An Art Form. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play message number 12 from James Warden. The message comes from the summer of 1989 and is seven seconds long. Let's listen. Hey, Paul, these messages, they've become an art, an art form in themselves. The first question raised here is which outgoing message James is replying to. As I have mentioned a number of times, I regularly rotated my outgoing tapes and frequently recorded new messages, sometimes meant to be used on a particular day. But a larger question surrounds James' suggestion that my messages had become an art form in themselves. As discussed in episode 71, Art School, art is a socially constructed category. Indeed, writers from William Shakespeare to Michel de Certeau have recognized the potential to view everyday life as an aesthetic performance. In other words, one could argue that every act is an act of creativity. Moreover, people frequently make an effort to show their creativity in everyday communication. Ever since the growing popularity of answering machines in the 1970s and 1980s, people have recorded outgoing messages meant to entertain callers. And callers have left equally funny messages. Although with the rise of text messaging in the 2000s, this has become less common. At the same time, to self-consciously identify something as art, or to make a career out of art, is quite a different thing. I know I am not the only one who has reframed old answering machine messages for a contemporary audience. Not surprisingly, YouTube provides a wide variety of amateur archivists playing back tapes on vintage answering machines. And at least one creator who makes a living as an artist has used answering machine messages in her work. In 2006, Allison S. M. Kobayashi created a video titled Dan Carter, based on an answering machine tape she purchased at a thrift shop. She constructs a narrative around the tape owner's life, imagining a hot romance with a female caller. More recently, Kobayashi has put together a theater performance based on a family's 1950s-era home recordings with a device that used wire instead of tape. Unlike Dan Carter, the piece involved archival research and actually tracking down the people whose voices she plays back. The only living member of the family even attended a performance. Sadly, the show, 
titled Say Something Bunny, is currently on hiatus, as with most live theater, but hopefully it will revive after the pandemic. Okay, that's it for this week. If you would like to participate in this podcast or have comments, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.